It's Katie. And Elizabeth. And this is Happy Rainbow Fun Time. Whoop, whoop. We're back. Whoop, whoop. We're back. I'm in a basement. I'm in my teenage bedroom. <laughs> I'm in Houston. Is it, is it weird being in your like family home for the holidays? <sighs> it's less weird. It gets less weird every year. Mm. Mom so has oh. cleaned and decorated, so that's so different. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a childhood home to go home to anymore. Um, rip. So, <laughs> rip. I, I mean, I have to say it's kind of nice because I just don't give a fuck about my mom's house. Um, so not that I'm not going to like be a respectful guest, but I'm not going to like fix stuff around the house like it's one of those things where she bought a house that was specifically made so she wouldn't have to fix stuff around the house um and so i think that she should also hire a handyman if she wants anything fixed because first of all i'm not a handyman when i did try to fix things around the other house she didn't like how i did it and i was like okay well if you don't like how i'm doing it i'm not gonna do it so all to say, I do not have a uh, family home to go home to. I am currently in the basement of Max's childhood home. By I'm... choice. By choice. By choice. <laughs> I am not being held captive. Honestly, wouldn't put him past him to just like lock me down here to record. So if you get a frantic text from me that's like, we have to record now, it's because I'm trapped in the basement and Max won't let me out until there's a new episode of Happy Rainbow Fun Time. So Max sounds like he's on the path towards fan <laughs> radicalization, which Katie and I talk about in our Claire lore segment this week. <laughs> Um, uh, if that ever happens, we need like a code phrase and we can't talk about it on the podcast because yeah. Max is a super fan and he'll know. We'll have to develop that off pod, um, off air. But yeah, I'm currently looking at, um, I set up, I originally was at a desk where it had like senior photos of Max from cross country <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's a little loud here. I'm right by the stairs. I'm going to move over. And now I have, um, like sibling photos of max and his sister like under this piece of art thing and it's really they're really cute don't get me wrong don't get me wrong they're they're really adorable but it's it's like mm, the photos of the art is adorable the the photos i mean it's like couples photos for siblings got it okay i know say less i know exactly what you mean that was really Um, on the head and then the other thing that i'm sitting in front of is uh both max and his sister were in show choir so i am sitting in front of a collage of show choir photos for his sister not Um, a collage some of them she looks real happy in some of them less happy and there also (laughs) appears to be a lift Oh, yes, this is the one that she got lifted in. Oh, my God, not a lift in show choir. Yeah, there was a lift in show choir. Um, so, honestly, this this makes a lot of sense uh, when you consider we did a dance at her wedding. Um, mm, that's so, so like true. A, a choreographed multi-song dance. I was like, oh, your show choir showing. So, that's, um, so that's my current um, recording studio with my fresh Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, new season, new Mac um we'll see if all of my voices get caught i was told that um my vocal range is not supported by my previous microphone oh oh Um, that's right we did talk about this so i go down here sometimes to make voices and then i go up here sometimes to make voices and the mic was not picking it up in an adequate fashion and um so now hopefully we'll capture all of the chaos all of Katie's ranged chaos. We do have comics in the news this episode. We do. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we hop into that? No. no? I am good to report. Okay, so I think I have a jingle for this. So I'm going to just like catch y'all later in comics in the news. Comics in the news. We're back with comics in the news. It's really funny doing the cuts. <laughs> I sorry, I'm like breaking the fourth wall here, but it's funny doing the cuts because we just like didn't 
stop the recording. It's just Katie's so <laughs> diligent about our like rest, and then she'll start again. It's very funny. Um, I think it's my like control thing. Okay, so <laughs> this comic in the news is from Taddy.org. It's a blog. Um. I don't, don't really say have... it like that. We still like blogs. It's a blog. No, I'm not saying I like anything. I'm just saying oh, okay. it's a blog. Um, I thought you were like, it's a blog. And it's, it's like, it's a blog. Oh. Um, so it's it's a blog. It's called Taddy. It's um, Taddy Inc. Taddy Inc. is a toolkit for Webtoon and webcomic creators to manage their comics. We help you upload their comics to multiple comic apps. Um, so essentially, like, this is the blog for Taddy, which is a um, kind of like support for comic artists. Um, it's it, They describe themselves as easy and free. You can sign up on their homepage. You can upload your comic images manually or import your comic from Webtoon or Tapas by giving us the link. And that's it. You'll see your Webtoon appear in Inkverse and Takiyami within a couple of minutes. Um, how do they differ from Webtoon and Tapas? Um, Webtoon and Tapas are content platforms who behave like publishers. Webtoon and Tapas pay a small subset of creators to be exclusive on the platform. However, Webtoon and Tapas require creators to upload at least one chapter per week, and the minimum revenue threshold means that many creators cannot make enough money to sustain their rigorous production schedule. At its heart, Taddy is a distribution tool. It allows creators to upload to multiple Webtoon platforms at once, which cuts down on the work of uploading. Creators can set their own schedules to sign on how and when readers access their comics and retain their creative rights. We are also building ways creators can earn money from their comics, like a Patreon integration. They will get they will give this will give creators the power to control their monetization without being required to share their share most of their profits with the platform they're hosted on. So essentially, it is an, uh, a tool that creators can use to upload their comics, but it is not the, distribu the distributor, um, and it also doesn't take any money from the creator. It is, we'll get into the blog itself, but it is very much a, I wouldn't say that they're like anti-distributor, but I think that they have some very clear disagreements in terms of how Webtoon and other comic distributors um or ho hosts um share profits and um what requirements they have of of their creators i want to get more into tapas um in the coming year and look at other um online comic reading mm -hmm. options so that we're not just using webtoon but um I have used Tapas in the past, and I would say that they introduced a paywall much earlier than Webtoon did. Um, mm -hmm. They introduced a paywall back in, like, I don't know, 2018, um, which was around the time I stopped reading. Because um, mm -hmm. it was just a lot to keep. I had so many comics floating around. But um, that is who um, Taddy Inc. is. And they, this is, we're going to discuss something from their blog. Um, just as a, not a disclaimer, but like, let's define our terms. Webtoon is the name of the app by Naver Inc., South Korean group, and is also the word for a web cartoon. It is also, generally speaking, what people call comics online. I say mm -hmm. comics online. I say, I don't say cartoons, but Webtoon has become more of a term for general reference. Yeah, we, I think Happy Rainbow Fun Time will continue to refer to Webtoons, the item, as web comics, just for, that's how we've always said it, we've always done Webcomic Corner. Um, Webtoon, capital, is the distributor or the 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 app that we mm -hmm. use so um we won't use webtoon to describe web comics unless we're reading it from a page and we'll say like webtoon like the web comic mm -hmm. um because this it just gets really complicated when you have um and i swear webtoon rebranded because webtoon used to be webtoons mm -hmm. and then they rebranded to webtoon 
They and sure now, did. And now more and more people are using Webtoon to describe webcomics, and it's just so much. Um, so we, Happy Rainbow Fun Time, will always say webcomics, and if we are reading Webtoon webcomics, we will note it. Um, every other case, we'll be referring to Webtoon, the application. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we clarified. Um, cool. Do you want to pop into this? This was not found by me. This was sent to me by a fan, i.e. Maxwell. Um, uh, and I was like, I was like oh, oh, this is good. He found it on Reddit. Um, we So mm -hmm. we found it from Reddit, clicked through Reddit, read it, and went, oh, this is really interesting. And this aligns with um, some news that we had previously shared about a creator leaving Webtoon. So mm -hmm. it's very interessante. The part that surprised me in the article was that mm -hmm. there were so many censorship scandals. Hold I on, knew about... Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Um, the, con the, the blog is called Why Are People Quitting Webtoon? Ah. Um, as Webtoons, Webtoons, the comics, have become increasingly popular, there is one platform that dominates the market, Webtoon, owned by South Korean Nivere Corporation plays host to the majority of Webtoon creators and, and readers. Yet, recently, the platform has come under fire from creators and readers alike thanks to censor censorship scandals, low creator compensation, and disputes over rights. Continue. Um, <laughs> well, no, it's okay. Censorship scandals is what surprised me the most. Um, I knew about low creator compensation because I read a lot of um, author notes at the end of comics, yeah. Um, and especially canvas artists, uh, who I read a lot of talk about, um, ways to support them, liking, subscribing, um, interacting with them on other platforms, their Patreon, things like that to get more money. Then I've also followed a few comics where the artist has been like, Hey, if I get X number of views, I can start earning money. Just like very cut and dry about it too. Um, but then there are a lot of artists I follow that are like, hey, I'm doing this on the side. Like, it's going to get updated when it does. I'm not trying to get money for it. This is a fun project for me. And, like, I do it for the fan love. So there's a lot of different reasons why people come to post their comics. But it's upsetting, having been on the platform for so many years, to see that these beautiful, genuine artists are uh, not getting compensated fairly. Oh. Can you not hear it? Is it too high? Oh, okay. It's too high. Wow. I adjusted I my nose. volume. Nose. Okay. Yeah. Great. So as I was saying, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I follow a lot of different Canvas artists who engage with the platform to try to make money or to just uh, enjoy their hobby and give their fans love. And then there's some artists who like, I'm sure abandon their comics because they're not getting compensated enough. Um, but it's frustrating to have been on this app for so long that we're now seeing, like, honestly, the decline of Webtoon, like, the app, not to be a naysayer and the, you know, doomsday, doomsayer, doomsday bringer, but I feel like I'm in the public square, like, fuck this, <laughs> like, let's move apps. Yeah, well, and I think one thing that I wonder as, like, a contributor to this is, like, I don't, I don't do in-app purchases for webtoon mm -hmm. and i wonder am i part of the problem because i'm not buying anything from webtoon but at the same time they've instituted tons of ads tons, tons of ways of that you can watch extra ads which pays them money they're not like the ads on their site gets them money um so it's not like they're they're profiting off of my readership even if I'm not providing money and based off of this article it sounds like the compensation distribution varies based off of your readership and it sounds like it's constantly a moving target it sounds like they're constantly moving how much readership you need to have to qualify for compensation from the app and that really bothers me i understand if like certain creators get grandfathered into one policy and then new creators have this other policy and policies do change but it sounds like it's a like practically monthly they're moving the target of what you need to have to be compensated and i think that's wrong um 
And so I personally, I think, I think we as a podcast have almost always said like support creators directly because that's the best. I'm that's how you don't funnel any of the profits. Like you could buy happy rainbow fun time merch and, um, there is a chunk that we don't receive because of fees. Same thing for Patreon. Patreon does take a fee, but it's not, both of those things aren't huge. It's a very, very small percentage that is taken from what is provided. So say you give us $5, I think we get 450 or something from Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we get, yeah, I think we get, we have, you know, we have a handful of Patreons, say we have $10 coming in, we get nine of it. We get 90% of what is given to us via Patreon. When you start having Webtoon, though, you're, they're not getting 90%. They're probably getting, I don't, I don't know, does this article directly say, like, how much the percentage is? But I know that it was not satisfactory. <laughs> I don't think so. Let me hop around. Creators, profit versus production. Oh, not revenue oh, thresholds. Um. So this is one creator for an original. I spent four months talking with our editors to figure out the outline for the whole season. During the same time, I was also doing character design, environmental design, pr- uh, promotional banners for launch, etc. The whole this whole four-month pre-production process easily took nine hundred plus hours. But did I? But did not? Uh, they were not paid. She only received the eight hundred dollar per episode fee. So 900 hours of work, $800 of pay. Once production starts, it only gets harder. Every week I spend around 70 hours to complete the episode. The minimum requirement is 40 panels. Uh, I was also drawing storyboards and writing for the next few episodes to get approval from the editor. Um, I know so many creators who work 80 plus hours each week. So when you start doing the calculator... um, Plus, if they have assistants, assistants who are helping that they're getting paid, they make about $5 an hour creating Webtoon, which is disgusting. Yeah, I was like, they're missing out on so many dollars. And as somebody that I work in online advertising, like I do... The ads that run on Webtoon, I manage those types of ads. And while they are very inexpensive ads, it's very inexpensive to put that placement. And there's always there's always a fee that comes out. There's whoever is hosting the ads, and then it gets sent to the site that, that get, then they get paid. But with the amount of ads that show on Webtoon, Webtoon's making bank on ads. They're Mm -hmm. making bank on ads that it's kind of wild to me that there's only an $800 per episode fee. That's not a fee. That's a stipend. Yeah. Like, that's not payment. That's calculated with this 900 plus hours. I was like, okay, let's just do 900 divided by 70 hours to complete an episode. That's like almost 13 episodes times... $800 $800 per episode that is almost $10,300 like 10,300 almost that is not enough money criminal criminal that's insane that they are they webtoon are not paying this creator for any pre-production stuff yeah, one it's a it's all the stuff that's required. Like they're required. Yes, now that of they're course original, it's required. They're required to talk to an editor. Now that they're an original, they're required to support with a promotion. And I will say, um, I think you hit it on the head. The quality of comics is going down, and yes. I'm curious. So I've I've talked. I've I've been on the message boards in, on Reddit regarding, um graphic design, comic making, all of these things. So and I, and I don't want this to be something that like a lot like says that this is okay or allows it, but $10,000 in the US is very different than $10,000 in also that other countries. 
So in other countries, one could say that this is, oh my God, I'm making bank. Mm-hmm. I'm making $10,000 for 900 hours of work. Like I'm making so much money. I work with people who don't live in the U.S., get paid less than me and are like, oh my God, I make so much money, more money here than I would at any other job near me. So there is that. But I will say that a lot of the originals that are coming out are copy and paste versions of things that I've already read and the quality is not there. And I don't know if, like, I, I don't know how they're producing these things. I don't know if they're coming from, you know, less affluent countries. And so it's easier to pay people this. Um, I also think that they're they're not investing what they should be in translating stories. The number of, like, issues that I find in, like, I'm not, I can't be a translator because I don't speak another language, but they're not, like, copywriting it they're not they don't have a copy editor going through and yeah they don't have a honestly i as somebody who also has edited ads for non-native english speakers you need to have a native any language you're going to translate it into you need to have a native speaker of that language like it's their first language you have to have them go read it because even if you have your spanish teacher who teaches spanish they're not going to read it the same way as somebody who grew up reading spanish and that's something that I'm just, that's also annoying is it's just yeah. like, man, I'm having, like, you're making me think too hard <laughs> having to translate this in my brain of like, okay, they said this, but that's not grammatically correct. So let me adjust. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mistakes happen, but mistakes are happening more and more. So not only are they not paying their authors, but they're not putting in like the production. They're cutting corners. Value to make sure that the quality is good enough for their readers so i just there's like a quality control thing happening here that's yeah. just sad another um, point i think yeah. that is impactful in the creators not getting paid enough is they cannot afford to get other side jobs because of the time cost yes this fucking situation is so like sucks so much time out of their day and life that they cannot support themselves with other streams of income yeah and I mean, there are creators who end up very successful on Webtoon and then find, you know, Netflix shows or mm-hmm, print publications. Mm-hmm. And there, so there is, there are Webtoon success stories. Like, don't get me yes. wrong, but I, I'm noticing them becoming fewer and fewer. And when you start looking at censor, censorship and it, you add censorship and copyright, like the rights to the comics, you add this to compensation you're kind of like oh my god why why would we do it here um the big censorship that has come up over the years is let's play there was um things about you know leaving because um let's play left because of age concerns and other contractual things saying that like the content was too like controversial it was too sexy is essentially like what the argument was for let's play which really the pisses number me off. of like really like short of putting a full on sex scene on the webtoon like we're the, nothing nothing that let's play has done is any different than stuff that I've read recently where I'm just first like, of all mm-hmm. so I don't I don't really understand there was when that first. When that story first broke, there was a lot of questions about whether or not there was racism involved um, because, uh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't remember if the, if Manji is Latina, but there was talk about how a lot of um, Latina or Latino comics like are getting, aren't getting promoted as much as other authors or they're hitting censorship more. So it's kind of like, okay, is this a race issue is this a comic content issue but it's definitely not a comic content issue because i've seriously i've read stuff that's more graphic than let's play ever was first of all second of all i hate how censorship lots of times tends to be limited towards sexual content and isn't towards 
violence and gore as a big action fan mm. i've read so many comics that like are so incredibly disturbing like i read this comic called teenage mercenary where this kid grew up in this war-torn country and is trained from a young age to be an assassin mercenary and is very skilled and come back comes back to uh south korea to be reunited with his family and like fights gangsters and like beats the living shit out of them i also read this other comic called hanlim jim the way there's this underground fight ring as a huge plot point in the story the way that these characters just beat each other within an inch of their life for sometimes no fucking reason because the characters are psycho they're like evil villains and they're just like they're unhinged it's insane and there's not an age warning for that shit so it's you like have a content warning on that one um not when i started it could have updated at this point actually let me see if there's one at the top actually send me send me that that second one because i'm gonna sure. see if i get hit with a content warning la 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 what was it age and uh h-a-n-l-i-m g-i-g-y-m hanlin jim it's an original um h-a-n as in nancy l-i-m as in michael i'm seeing that the content the main page has a uh disclaimer at the very bottom of the summary in a lighter gray font which is find it this one here i'll send it to l-i-n l-i-m m as in michael and then jim that's okay okay here Mm -hmm. we go here we go here we go my autocorrect was doing things too okay so let's read the first episode for free okay so at the very 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 top uh it's not a pop-up from webtoon but it is Mm. in the um directly within I didn't, yeah, it didn't, it didn't ask me, are you 18 or older or anything? It was just like, mm-hmm. warning, the following episode contains depictions of violence and mature content, such as drinking and smoking, that may not be suitable for all ages. Mm-hmm, that's, but that's the warning about what, drinking and smoking? That's what I'm saying. And on the summary page for the comic, like the main page at the bottom, in a smaller, lighter gray font, there's a line that says, this series is rated young adult. Please review the content ratings page for more information. First of all, you should put a symbol that says young adult somewhere, somewhere. on this page. Yeah. That's sloppy. Second, you should link content ratings page in every summary. Yeah. You stupid motherfuckers. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It's, it's, I would argue, I know that Tapas had a paywall before Webtoon, but I would argue that Webtoon has been along for way too fucking long that they need to tighten up this shit because it's super unfair. Manji well, also, and other creators, like, aside. Like, it's just, it's... Well, it's also not fair to the readers. Because you aren't getting, like, the proper understanding of what you're getting yourself into. Yes. Also, there, we've talked about this. Webtoon readership is getting older. So, they're producing older content. But there are still young people coming in i just read a comment from somebody who's like i've been reading since i was 12 i'm 22 now oh my god with the baby you read that too oh my god i was gonna bring that up today i'm so glad you did yeah i was like okay holy shit if there were if there were 12 year olds on this app 10 years ago there are 12 year olds on this app now there are eight year olds on this app now i fucking guarantee you yeah there needs to be i think that limiting a specific topic is wrong Especially when you consider how they address violence on the app. They don't. And if you are going to have content warnings, yeah, you should have it. You should have it labeled (laughs) in all of your descriptions. And you should have it linked to to, to things. Because if you're going to do one thing, do it all. Or don't. don't. Or don't. I would would rather it be the Wild West than for you to be pick and choosy about what content you are going to hide on the same topic of manji because i didn't know this before reading the this article is how their copyright works Mm -hmm. um which i had no idea because i read a lot of slice of life comics and so Mm -hmm. 
like MERS left Webtoon but still like posts new comics on her Instagram. And so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so great. She can continue this. But then I'm reading that um, original creators are locked into a rigorous publishing schedule. They are also they also lose their rights to publish their work elsewhere for three years after your contract lapses. So the example of Manji left a webtoon. It was a huge deal. Everyone was like, when can you post again? And Manji, I think, handled it really well. It was just like, I can't really talk about this. But essentially, she can't publish it for three years since leaving Webtoon because of how her how the distribution rights work. Mm-hmm. Um, they have signed away distribution rights to Webtoon. Um, they can't even, they're technically not supposed to put bonus content on their Patreon, which I know Manji had bonus content you could get from her Patreon. I don't, maybe you bought it through the Webtoon store. Um, but I think it's really interesting that, I mean, it, it, from a distributor standpoint, it makes a lot of sense of like, hey, we need to make sure that we, you don't just like, go rogue we want to protect our interest as like supporting you as a creator but they're not pay- i'm sorry you're not paying anybody enough to get to hold on to distribution rights for three years which i think is also why let's play hasn't left webtoon you can still read what it- let's play is available on webtoon so yeah She's a whole hot mess. She's a whole hot mess. Not to say that I'm going to go turn around and stop reading Webtoon. Um, Not anytime soon. I am definitely going to make a point of pursuing other comic apps. Partially because I don't I don't like this as a business practice, but I also am noticing that the quality of the comics are just not as good as they used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and while it is so much fun to read, there's like when the, the good stuff is so good. The good stuff is so good. But you really gotta like parse your way through some crap to get there sometimes. It's true. Um, and again, you know, I need to look into how you know there's probably there's probably drama about every app, but it does bother me how little everyone is getting the originals are getting paid and the limitations that they have in in being able to like make money with things that they've created. <laughs> outside mm-hmm. of one particular app um the article brings up smaller platforms that are starting to pop up for creators to publish on like lemon spelled with two o's and zest world um i will look into both of these platforms i've looked at the homepage, and the lemon is uh in closed beta right now and zest world has an interesting setup they're promoting a bunch of comics with uh like banners that are flipping through and there's a lot of interesting illustration styles and like titles and um the plots sound just like on par with webtoon so maybe that's another one that we can look into um in addition to tapas this year because i think that as you and i get bigger and bigger we're manifesting um that we should be able to talk about other platforms and if we need to stop supporting webtoon like neosporin uh we should have a backup plan yeah gotta have a backup plan gotta have a backup plan oh backup plan it's just annoying no sorry no that's okay i was gonna say it's just annoying that like people are trying to create and make money from creating and everyone's fucking trying to stop them for what personal greed i hate it yeah yeah but you know what i do love what do you love let's talk about what you love web comics i love web comics i know so me too we're gonna pop on over into web comic corner this episode is ending up way longer than we originally planned we're like we're gonna record two episodes we have like this time and i was like we're not recording <laughs> so i'm looking at the clock and i'm like we're just gonna have a really good one episode. Um, also, look how good my bicep looks. Yeah, hold um, on a second. Is that a heavy mic? Like, hold an exact microphone, and I was like, "You're engaged, son." Like, yeah. God, just passionate about web comics, man. Flex. Um, have you seen my shoulders? Um, started rock climbing again. 
Yay! Um, we'll be back with Webcomic Corner. Comic Corner, Webcomic Corner, the part where we talk about comics. And we're back with Webcomic Corner. Gets me every time. Um, okay, I will go first this week. I will put myself on the chopping block. This uh, comic is as a result of Wattpad. I have not been on Wattpad in so long. Um, it was a very... Wait, what? Are you being Wait, serious? I don't know what Wattpad is. Oh my god. Okay. I just assumed that everyone knew what Wattpad is. Wattpad is a online publication website um, similar to Archive of Our Own where fan fiction is, except it's a lot of different types of stories. While Archive of Our Own is like fan fiction geared, Wattpad is just like people writing the stories and like sometimes you'll find fan fiction, but it's more like, you know, the eight brothers I grew up with every summer and I go to this house and, you know, the cape and I have a crush on all eight of them throughout the summer. Like, it's just... They're not your biological brothers. No, 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 no. It's like, the moms reverse have been best ham. friends yeah. since... Yeah, it's reverse harem shit. Moms have been uh, best friends since college vibes. Just, like, a lot of that. Okay, so that's where this story comes from. Far more fan fiction <laughs> online books than I, I know, did. it's While true. While you were going down that rabbit hole in high school, I was in the dead of night watching anime on the one mm. year my family had. So that makes sense. Our origins are different, but the same. <laughs> same, same, but different. Um, mm -hmm. Please tell me about this comic that you discovered on Wattpad or was inspired by Wattpad. Tell me. Um, okay. More. I shall. It is, it is called um, Chasing Red. Uh, this comic is a romance. Um, it is updated every Tuesday and stars Caleb and Veronica. College heartthrob Caleb Lockhart is the last person a girl like Veronica Strafford should be involved with. Comment. Those are both great names, just like from the fiction world. Ambitious and fiercely independent, Veronica refuses to be the campus player's next conquest, even after a chance encounter sparks an undeniable attraction between them. But after she's evicted with nowhere to go, Veronica finds herself leaning on someone else for the first time. Caleb has never wanted someone like this before, and he's determined to pursue her, even as the secrets of their pasts threaten to break them apart. So I'll let you know, I cannot really reference the secrets of their past yet um, because we're not there. She, <laughs> this Veronica girly and this Caleb guy, all both work at, or both go to the same college. Veronica is studying culinary arts, which I will say is such a cool major for a yeah. character to have in a comic. We'll just say that that is not something you see a lot. Caleb is mm, playing basketball. I don't know what he's studying. I don't think they've referenced it. But um, he gives me the, like, business vibe. Oh, just assume that any college person whose character trait is sport, they were in business. <laughs> And I say that as a track runner. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, so the, I just want to go back to the Chasing Red series. Um, sorry. The creator is Silent Maru. Silent mm -hmm. Maru worked did Ecstasy Hearts, the tennis gangster one, and Kill Max is what she illustrated, which um, is about superheroes. Mm -hmm. Isabel Ronan uh, is the author of the Chasing Red series. Her books have almost have over 260 million reads on Wattpad, and the Chasing Red series has been published in eight languages. So, it is this, also being adapted into an upcoming film. A fucking uh, course it with is. Wattpad Webtoon Studios in partnership with Stampede. I don't know who Stampede is, I but I don't. Stampede is. I mean, Wattpad and Webtoon would be too overpowered as a collaboration as some as a fan my fan heart is excited you know but, what there hmm. are so many webtoon comics that are like adapted from a book i'm wondering how many of them are on wattpad like um the remarried empress adapted from a book mm -hmm. so many okay, probably continue i need to could do be research on could that. be a rabbit hole that we go down in an episode 
Yeah. Um, but this story is, first of all, not as bad as I thought it would be. So we always love that. It's not as bad as I thought, you know? Well, I mean, if you, if you look at the illustration, it's just giving stereotypical comic online. Like, it's giving me old manga that I used to read online. Like, not quite skip beat, but like, I'm just saying. Oh my God, just il- yeah, <laughs> illustration wise. Um, everyone, it's just like blown out of proportion. Like this basketball player's legs are so fucking skinny, but he has the swimming shoulders of Michael Phelps and he looks too buff. Uh, the girly has crazy titties. And that seems to be present in like every single main character drawn in this like oh, overly, the pro- mm-hmm. like the crazy proportion manga style you know like anime drawing style just like I muted myself in my frustration no but like it just it doesn't make sense it's just like those girls you see and this isn't a body shame but it's those girls you see every once in a while in your life where you know the titties are natural and you're just like you're so tiny how you can you okay? support these yeah are you okay do you need a I'm reduction like, surgery I'm, I'm concerned for you are you okay yes like, yes, yes, yes yeah yeah yeah. so that's the thing is like those details are so <laughs> rare in nature that when it's so prevalent in a comic you're just kind of like okay whose fantasy is this um honestly mm-hmm. like whoever helped design these characters is a boob guy and that's fine mm-hmm. like it's okay to be a boob guy but sometimes you're just like i don't you're wrong I but it's fine <laughs> no 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 i have some very <laughs> well-endowed friends and so i don't want to say that anyone's wrong you know like i'm I hope just they find, saying i hope they find their boob guy but sure. um i really just the way that you can you say it again the way you titties said no the descriptor <laughs> too i need the whole the whole soundbite because it's so funny you might have to splice it in i don't know if i could replicate it oh my god it's so good okay just like no it's okay these characters and their massive titties but um i just everything about this comic was like red flag don't read <laughs> for elizabeth um genuinely but I read it anyway. Um, don't ask me what hooked me. I think I, you would think so. You would think so. I think I just wanted to see how the Wattpad to Webtoon transfer happened and how well it was executed. Cause like, titties are great, but I'm an ass guy. So like, did you, that's all. Did you read the book? No, I have not read the book. Um, so I guess I technically can't do a true webtoon to yeah. webcomic transfer. But I don't think I'm missing out on much. I think I really only just need one uh, version. Simply because this story is bananas. I'll disclaimer this. It's possible that I, Elizabeth, could have done something very similar to this storyline if I had made a couple other choices, like, so I think that's why I'm also attracted to it, but like, it is pretty out there. Um, these two kids in college, like, are attending for different reasons. She, their meet cute isn't very cute at all. She like loses her job. She needs to find another one. This guy's like really intrigued with her and then like offers for her to be his like personal chef. She has to like try out for it and she gets the job. But um, this Caleb kid is like a rich boy. So you also have that like rich poor dynamic, which I don't always love to see in comics. Um, yeah, just because I don't know, to me, it's uncomfortable. Maybe I mean, talking about uncomfortable stuff and like working through it in a comic is great. But for him, he's like, struggling with his grades in school he is like basketball is his main thing his mom's super rich it doesn't seem like his parents are around much but they want to control him and so they're just like kind of keeping tabs on his finances a little bit so he's able to slip this girly into the penthouse that he lives in have her be his personal chef and is able to pay her for like a couple weeks before his mom is like how come you're not contacting me and he's like i'm trying to do school and she's like not likely 
And so right now where we're at is that they're both at dinner with his mother. Um, his mother is like, who is this girl? Caleb is like, she's my personal chef. Um, and his mom's like, hmm, personal chef, anything else? And he's like, no. Behind the scenes at school, both of them have started developing feelings for each other. Thank God I am not that far into the uh, story, but a romance is on the way. You will not have to wait as long as you think you will for this to happen. I think it'll be a slow burn, but like they both like are developing feelings, which is the first step. Um, I do think that a second male lead has been introduced to us who is in love with uh, Veronica. As the last episode I read um, shows just that episode what 21 yeah it came out on christmas um he is her boss at a restaurant she is working in culinary arts in college she is the personal chef for this guy but like live in personal chef that's like the big kicker is like she needs a place to live and he like offered her a place to live as long as she like cooked for him so she's not getting paid from caleb from what i understand it's more like a room and board for cooking for him situation and then she's also working in this restaurant as a cook which is cool very tiny restaurant you meet her like the second you meet the second female lead uh, who becomes her friend who has this messy history with Caleb's best friend on the basketball team drama drama um it's interesting the way I'm describing the comic sounds like there'd be a lot of stereotypes and crazy tropes that come out. And I will say it's a bit more ex well executed than I thought it would be. Um, you just got to adopt to adapt to the illustration style, the big titty illustration style. Um, they, I mean, they're throwing in big booties too. Yeah. But like, look at the legs. No one does leg day. Like the basketball players have no legs. And I'm like, you are running and jumping all of the time. Oh, you know what they're also doing is she's not, she's like noticeably not wearing a bra. Yeah. Also that, which is fine. Don't wear one if you don't want to, but it's like gravity defying titties. Like. Question though. I guess when I, when we have these, when we have this drawing style, do you think that this comic is for men? And I say that, you know, ignoring Genuinely. the the lesbian side of female readership, but like, sure. I don't like, sometimes I get frustrated with drawing styles because I'm like, oh, the male gaze, but I'm kind of like, who's the audience here? I wonder sometimes if this is, ugh, I don't know, when I started reading this, I was like, this seems like not my first anime style, but like they learned a more traditional like 90s, early 2000s, like mm. big titty anime drawing style and like never got away from it. Then like never tried to change it. And they got really popular with um, not Kill Max, the other one, Ecstasy Hearts um, and just never changed it. Cause like, I like this drawing style of the creator because there's so much detail even though like in the backgrounds in the environment even though the characters they don't look 2d per se but they're kind of flat color wise like mm -hmm. they're not like there's some shadows it just looks more like the, that cartoon style that you'd see in animes with like beautiful intricate backgrounds and then like the characters just look like not of that background like a different style of drawing mm -hmm. so they kind of like yeah. pop out from the background that's what this feels like to me but i don't know I couldn't tell you. It seems like men would be the audience, um, but just, I don't know. It's also like there's silly faces. So you like break from the beautiful big titty anime style to like really goofy, like chibi style, overexpressive funny faces. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I want to say it's for men, but I'm also like, it's probably for everyone. I was just curious there. Yeah. I, no, I for sure. I, I'm seeing the 90s style in the sense of like the the difference between the background and the, the foreground like characters. I also kind of like a simple character design in terms of like the coloring because sometimes mm. I get overstimulated with the amount of colors in a comic and I'm like, ah, it's too much. Sure. Um, no, 100%. It's, yeah. um, yeah, it's 
an unexpected delight. Highly recommend for people who are looking for a comic that's like rooted in reality, but also a little extra. Hmm. What did you pick this week? Mm. I, uh, I picked a weird one. I picked oh. like um, <laughs> and I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's Hmm. Is it just that one word? It is called Isabella by Pint Senta. I'm looking it up right now. Um, they're they are. I have more information on this artist. Um, it is a fantasy. It is given the you may also like of unholy blood. Mm. Like wind on a dry branch and Eros Conqueror, I think. Eros Conquers All. Um, it's a summary. Somewhere called Isabella, we lived and existed. A seemingly endless life. Life does it life? Does it need to have any meaning? Or do we simply exist? This is not a good description of what it is. Mm? I don't know if I have a good description of what it is. What I can tell you is that it is a beautifully drawn and illustrated vampire-inspired mm. fantasy. And it's not, as of yet, a love story between two people um that you get it's one of those things where i really want people to just like read it and decide if it's their vibe or not because it's the story isn't really the point i feel like i feel like the art is really the point um interesting but you so you you're introduced you know that this this woman has been um pretty much is the the spoils of war for this warlord who appears to be a Dracula-esque character. Um, there are half vampires, there are full vampires. There are vampire things that aren't really vampires. <laughs> They're like zombie people mm-hmm. um, that are controlled by the full vampire. Um, this woman ends up a half vampire and is married to the full vampire, has a kid, decides that she is going to get the kid out and um tries to kill the full vampire and that's like the first episode and so then you know fast forward 20 years you're assuming that this woman is the daughter um and they get invaded by the vampire he's still alive he invades her little town destroys everything (laughs) and she is turned into a half vampire um oh not a half vampire he has my control over her but she's stronger than expected and so he's like oh maybe she is my daughter but i don't think he really cares if she's his daughter because she's not a full vampire like it's one of those things where like we don't really have a lot of information even though there have been 13 episodes (laughs) um but hmm. what we have gotten is so she transforms into a vampire and the way that it is like the way that it's illustrated is through kind of this hallucination in her mind of like a ballet and she just kind of keeps getting ripped apart by herself and then put back together and it's very like dance style like it's very ballet-esque honestly it's like watching a russian ballet where it's very dark but very precise and beautiful and flowing it's so it's such a weird thing to describe um and it's one of those things where i just keep waiting for more story i feel Mm. like we're getting and we're finally at a point where i feel like we've we've gotten through the introduction and now we're actually in Isabella and meeting new characters outside of this woman and this vampire and this fight that was had 
in this little small town. Um, so there's been some progress in 13 episodes, but not as much as yeah, you'd like. Yeah, you've, you've gotten... I feel like we've gotten... some background of the world. I think we've been introduced to the main... to, like, a few of the main characters, but it's not like we know like what the point is like i feel like mm. when you read a comic um like we understand your comic is like she's a chef she wants to be a chef she's working uh, on that she's yeah. broke as fuck and you know that within the first five panels yeah this is oh have, have you read avant-garde literature <laughs> Because that's what this is. <laughs> I was like, um, honestly, not much, fam. Have, have okay. you like have you read um I don't know. Um oh god, I was just thinking about it. Um oh 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 oh, oh. fill the space, fill the space. <laughs> I need to look up this book. I love it. While you're looking at this book, I just want to note that I got a pop-up for this uh, series when I clicked on the first episode saying that it was containing adult themes and situations recommended for mature audiences. So I went to the homepage of this comic and there is the same type of text smaller under the summary in light gray that says the series rated mature. But to the left of it, there is an M for mature, but there was not one for young adult on the other comic we were looking at. That's interesting, because when I click into the summary, I don't see that at all. I'm on the uh, app, or the website. Oh, so I feel like it's... on the app. Yeah, which is fucking stupid, because most of your readership is going to be on the fucking app. Like, I don't even know your company breakdown, and I know that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, yes, I do know that, and I'm going to continue on because I need to leave. Um, What's the so book? The book is The Grapes of Wrath. <laughs> oh my god. No, I have, I escaped reading that. By John Steinbeck. Um, Dine Steinbeck, yes. So there are, there are chapters in The Grapes of Wrath where it's just like, hey man, have you ever heard of symbolism and metaphor? Cool. Because that's what this is. And I think that's what this entire series is, where it's just like, very, like, image based with symbolism there's not a lot of words and you're piecing things together but it might be one of those things where you have to reread the first 10 episodes after you finish the series to like connect all the dots <laughs> yeah? yeah 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 and then the art style is beautiful don't get me wrong but i will do my own little content warning it is mature it is um graphic there's like decapitation and stabbing and dismemberment and vampires it's a graphic it's not like a fluffy vampire it's not like speckly vampires it's like dracula coming for your real wife vampires yeah um, real vamps like gonna murder an entire boat of people on the like atlantic passage to the u.s they're not in the u.s i don't think um, <laughs> but like not hot vampires well no muscular vampires <laughs> what you consider hot but like not like I'm a, this is the skin of a killer bella vampire this is i'm gonna bite your face off first ask questions later vampire mm, um aka real vampires <laughs> yeah, yeah kind original. of brings up the argument of like the humanity of vampires and like how much how much you retain of your humanity like the longer you're a vampire and the more you like kill people you know yeah 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 um so i i think I'm going to continue reading it. It's one of those things where it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I'm very invested because the art style is so beautiful. Like right now I have these like talon press on nails. I like feel like I'm part of it where I'm like, la la la. They have these long, beautiful nails and they do these. I don't know. Like I'm just in it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real vampire, real witchy right now. Like um, they're big old dances, like they're balls where they all come together and like dress up all fancy. Or you just mean like high society? I, not even, not even high society. I mean okay. the like performative nature of like, I'm going to die on the ballet hill. Like it's got it. It's okay. Blowing. Maybe it's more interpretive dance. 
but like it's flowing and long and beautiful and the art style mm. is incredible and it it's, is it's it's really a art centric story love that and i haven't had an art centric story in a while i'd say um and you know i could this could be an egg situation where i get <laughs> way deep and i'm like what the fuck was this i don't understand but i don't think so i don't think so i don't think it's gonna be um so that's my webcomic that is oh. our episode um i'm reading it it's so gory it's so gory um Oop. rate us and review us wherever you get your podcasts um you can also find our patreon patreon.com slash hrf time um and then you can of course find us on social media hrf time we're there we'll post some reels real soon um but thank you as always for joining us bye bye cool i have to go put on deodorant brush my teeth and act like i know what i'm doing with my life bye you're bye. doing fine